0: Hi right, everyone, how are you doing? I'm Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast International Series, and here I have with me um, representing their perspective on Bucks. Uh, introduce yourself, gentlemen.
1: Yeah, I'm Jamie, and I play for the University of Leicester and Nottingham Sheriffs.
0: I am
2: Milo. I play for University of Leicester Manchester Bees. Hi, I'm Adam. I play for University of Leicester,
0: and you don't have a club outside of that. Uh, I do not know, fortunately. Okay. Well, you got to get these guys to try to recruit you. Um, Before we continue, I wanted to ask uh, Jamie, a couple months ago, I want to say maybe a month, maybe two months ago, there was a clip from a Manchester – I'm sorry, from a, a sheriff's game of someone diving for a ball. And I remember Matt Wheel commented on this and hitting his head on the ground. In in st george's park going for the catch was that you
1: that that was yeah i've now recovered my my knees and hips are back to full health
0: oh my god bro i feel for you man I felt, as someone who played uh a, a american style football that looked like it hurt um so just want to just say you definitely got a, you know a huge pair of cojones going for that catch because that was pretty gnarly and um I'm sure everyone can agree you definitely needed a lot more than uh, your fair share of pints and ibuprofen because that night had to be gnarly on the way back. So um, it was
1: a, an interesting one.
0: <laughs> well, you made the catch, so props on that. Um, so we're going to talk about, I guess, the inaugural Buck season of dodgeball. Um, so I kind of want to ask you guys individually, and we'll start with uh, Jamie. Like, what were the biggest differences as far as like what the format was, if any, what the rules was, if any, uh, between what you come to know in British dodgeball playing in Saint George's Park versus playing in university halls uh, under Bucks? Was there any considerable differences that we should know about? Uh,
1: yeah, so the the way it was run was it was still run through British dodgeball, so British dodgeball sort of did all the the refing, finding the venues, that sort of thing, and it was just under the sort of Bucks umbrella. So in terms of rules, it was all the same old British Oddball rule set, but it did take a slightly different format. So instead of, I think we had six league meets in my first year, we just had three of them and we played each team once rather than twice. And then Hmm. that that league sort of fed into the, you know, the, the Bucks champs that happened a few weeks ago. Whereas last time it was just a league and then whoever was at the top of the league won. Yeah, whereas this time it sort of all fed into there and then the bottom two went into sort of, uh, I think it was called the Men's Trophy, where it was like a relegation and then you played some of the teams that were like top of their um, respective regional leagues to see if you got relegated or promoted.
0: Hmm. So this, I guess a bit the major difference would be like a playoff system.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, the, yeah that was sort of the big difference was the, the league itself, Obviously, it mat. So, like, where you came in the league was a seeding for the tournament. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like winning, you didn't win. Like, if you won the league, it didn't really. You didn't win the Bucks medals at the end of the year.
0: And we'll definitely talk about those medals in a bit. Um, So, uh, let me ask uh, Milo. um, Would you say it, it was more competitive playing through the Bucks system, as far as like a a playoff in the end or would you consider would you still consider um the super league format where you play until the final day and like let's say top four teams could be in it like wh- which <laughs> format did you find more competitive as far as you're concerned
2: personally the the usual beat um the super league format where you play each team twice and you know you have your winner of the overall season whoever finishes first you know that that in my opinion, should be the person that then wins the medal. Um, Whereas the books format was you play each team once and then there was the whole big playoffs, um, which I didn't quite understand because, especially when you've only played each team once, it didn't really give you a chance to show off. Like, you know, if if you say you had a bad game, um, you didn't get a chance to rematch against the team. And the whole Super Trophy... I I, I personally, I'm a fan of the other format a lot more.
0: And, um, hmm. so, you're you're more of a fan of the traditional league setup. Yeah, because
2: playing each team once. I think this must be like the only season or sport where you play a team once. Like NFL, you play each team you know twice. Football, you play each team twice. You get a chance like a rematch and. I felt like that was missing a bit and there was definitely enough time to play each team twice and I think it would have been nice to have a bit of a like longer
0: meet. So would you say that the reason that that was the case was because you guys are still dealing with COVID restrictions or was that just another factor that we're not looking into or that hasn't surfaced yet? Um, I feel like a lot of that has to be COVID related if anything.
2: No, I don't really think it's COVID related. COVID restrictions here recently have basically become non-existent. I think it was more just, it's the first season, they're still working everything out. So I still feel like there's a lot of improvements to come. And I feel like, especially with it being the first season, you know, you you can only improve.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely would agree on that. So, and we'll definitely talk about that later. So, uh, Adam, uh, I wanted to ask you, um, seeing as you're only playing for uh, Leicester, and I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot right now, but is there any uh, club team you're looking to join at some point after your university uh, career?
3: Um, so I'm still like based in Leicester. So um, I was thinking over kind of the summer, just have a look around at the the local clubs, see what's feasible for me to get to, because um, I'd, I'd like to play more dodgeball, basically.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, clearly you caught the bug in high school in, in, in university. So it's con- you know it's going to continue on. Pretty I can tell you fun. that right now. Absolutely, um. Yeah. So, when did the actual season start for Bucks? Um, it started, uh, I want to say,
3: early October. Kind of a few weeks after university started. Um, so, yeah. and we had two meets during that first term, uh, and then one meet right after Christmas,
0: and then obviously the uh, the finals uh, recently. And um, how did you guys uh, do collectively? Let's say, was it like? Were you guys four and two? Like, can you can you recall like what your record was at the end of it before um, the championships? Uh, we finished
3: sixth six overall out um, of the eight. Um, like, we had some good games. We drew drew a few. I think we drew to Imperial um, and Warwick. Um, like games that could have gone either way. Um, but overall, I'd say we had a, a pretty decent performance. Uh, Jamie was was missing in our first meet. Um,
0: Unfortunately.
1: <laughs> what happened there, Jamie? Uh, I, I was at a wedding. I've got no good <laughs> excuse.
0: <laughs> no real excuse. You're at a honest, wedding.
1: Yeah, I, I can't claim injury or anything. Uh, I didn't expect the season to start so soon, to be honest.
0: So it just started abruptly, kind of?
1: Uh, it's it's typically a later start than it is, because I think this, this year it started maybe a week or two after, after Freshers Week. Which typically starts sort of late October or early October, and yeah, I, I basically agreed to go to this uh, a lot sooner because they didn't release the sort of fixture list until later on.
0: Mm. Okay. So, um, kind of want to piggyback to Adam. I know you said uh, you got uh, you had a couple rough games here and there. Would you would you say that if you were to face the same teams again, that your record would look a little? more presentable, so to speak?
3: Yeah, like, um, as the other said, like I think if we played each team twice, um, I think a lot of the, the games that we lost, we could have, you know, drawn or won. Um, it, it just, sometimes it comes just comes down to a bit of luck or a bad performance on the day. Um, I think, like, kind of all the teams in the league, I feel pretty confident that we could give a, a good game to. Um, but it's just, like, on the day, uh, anything can
0: happen. I mean, you're, you're right about that. And speaking of which, I want to ask each of you this question. Um, now that you kind of brought it up, if you could run it back against one team that previously beat you this season, um, who would it be, and why? And we'll we'll start with you, Adam. If you could run it back against one team, who would it be? Um, I think I'd go
3: Imperial. That was um, I think it was a fourteen fourteen draw. Um, well we went into an overtime set um, and drew that overtime set as well Um, again like it's it's so close Uh, I think like you know an extra hit in there and we could have won a set earlier and and taken two points rather than the one
2: okay what about you Milo? yeah personally the same I I really enjoyed that Imperial game Uh, played really well Um, and it was one of them where if we have another meet we could have played them again and given them another good game but Fortunately, we didn't get that opportunity.
0: And what about you, uh,
2: Jamie?
1: Uh, I'll go with different. The Imperial game was definitely a great game. Uh, it was sixteen sixteen in the end, that one, but it um, was a brilliant game. I would go for the Warwick game, which, again, we didn't lose. We drew, uh, we drew, but it was one of those where we we figured out exactly what we needed to do right near the end of the game. Mm. I think if we if we'd figured it out five minutes earlier, or if there was an extra three minutes at the end of that game, we'd have. I think we could have taken it. So uh, yeah, definitely that one. Knowing what we know now, um, I'd love to play that <laughs>
0: game again. I mean hindsight's twenty twenty, and time is our greatest teacher. So yeah, I mean if you have a chance to run it back against either of those teams, I'm sure the results will be a little a uh, little different. Um, and again, this is the first season, first year. And I'm sure there's going to be some improvements, maybe an extended league meet, who knows, which seemingly, yeah, I would, I would probably vote, like, you know, play each team twice and then have a playoff game. I mean, based on what I'm hearing, I think that that would work better. Um, but, yeah, uh, I would definitely, definitely agree to that. So can you explain collectively wh- or individually what your mentalities were midway through the season? Um, once you, you know, ignore, ignoring, you know, St. George's Park, we're talking about um, uni- the university scene for a minute. Um, where was your headspace at as far as your individual performance and as well as the team? And we'll start with you, uh, uh, Adam. I think uh, each meet we went to,
3: um, I'll speak for myself, but I think everyone felt pretty confident in ourselves. I think like, we've got a good team. We've got good players, uh, good throws, good catchers. Um, I think every time we we played a game, we went in confidently. Um, obviously, not everything went our way. Um, of course, <laughs> uh, as it does. Yeah, um, but I don't think generally, on kind of the mental side, um, we lacked in any department.
0: What about you, Milo? How are you feeling halfway through?
2: Pretty good. Uh, we had a few tournaments. Look forward to a couple of opens as well as books um they went pretty well Ended up winning the one that we went for so for me personally it was a pretty really good season a few mvps um a few you know mishaps every once in a while at the start but you know <laughs> you, you get into the swing of things
0: wait did i hear you correctly you said you won two mvps
2: uh i've won no one mvp and then we that was the tournament that we
0: won so and you got mvp from that oh yeah Gnarly, dude! <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I, I'll roll with that all day. What about you, uh, Jamie?
1: Yeah, I think coming into the second league, obviously, everyone had already played played once, and I wasn't there. But it was quite good. Uh, good to come in. You know, is it, we're a pretty new team this season in terms of who's there from first team last time round. I think there was only me and one other person that was sort of still there. So coming in, I was sort of. Really, really happy to see how the team was playing together. Really happy with the scores uh, in our first meet, even though we lost both games. It was against teams that have been playing together for much longer than we have. So so
0: overall, you guys were pretty positive. You guys were happy with how you guys were progressing relative to the field. Um, would you say... All right, how, how, would, I, how would I ask this? So um, a lot of you guys practice together. Uh, were there any, like, let's say, we'll, we'll we'll call it playful trash talking among you guys versus who can catch the most or who can hit the most among you three in particular? <laughs> Let, let's hear some funny uh, session stories between the three of you. Um, I got bribed at one of the tournaments
2: to get um, Jamie out. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, yeah, as a joke, one of the players was like, "Oh, if you get Jamie out, um, I'll buy you something from the vending machine." Um, <laughs> and we were up like twenty points, so I started trying to block it onto Jamie, and I accidentally Ow. blocked it a bit too hard into Adam's face by accident.
0: Yeah, totally <laughs> accident. sure, accident. <laughs> no wonder not- he doesn't like you. <laughs> no, it makes perfect me. sense. He loves me.
1: This, this <laughs> tournament was the, the same tournament that Milo left loads of water
2: on the floor and Adam went flying because of it.
0: <laughs> Wait, you did what? Yeah.
2: So I was I was ball retrieving and the the ref was like, oh do you want to clean up the outbox because there's loads of water in it? And I had the roll in my hand to like clean it and I was like, nah, it'll be fine. Right as I said that, Adam goes into the outbox and slips straight onto <laughs> slips, slips straight onto the floor. <laughs> Wow, um, it was a uh, was live streamed at that point. So yeah, live
0: streamed. Like... Oh, the, you're talking about the finals.
2: No, no, no. It was a different live stream we had for one of our uh, the the tournament we won.
0: Oh, yeah. I no wonder. <laughs> Adam does not like you. I'm starting to see why. Um, <laughs> Jamie, how did you feel about this alleged or not alleged, but this bounty attempt on your head?
1: I was. Uh, I was pre-warned about it so I, I need to watch out for my like uh, i was uh keeping him <laughs> oh, in the so you, corner of my eye the entire game
0: oh so you were already aware of it
1: yeah i i, I knew about this going into the game so i, I made sure to keep an
0: eye on him <sighs> <laughs> all right so we we heard his his story what about yours you have any funny uh moments we should know about there jamie in regards to any of these other two
1: There was a lot of a lot of trash talking at training, a a lot of it. (laughs) Love hearing. Always a little bit of a. Every single time we go into you know some big games at the end of the session, a little bit you know mini games every now and then. It's just uh, me chasing Milo around the court trying to catch him. He does not like playing opposite me.
0: No. (laughs) Why is that? It it hurts. It hurts. What, what what hurts about playing against uh, Jamie in, in, well, in training?
2: If I if I get him out, I'll, I'll then be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I got you out, Jamie. Oh, you're so bad. And then two minutes later, I forget he comes back onto the court. um, And then he'll spend like the rest of the session just th- throwing at my head. <laughs> so he's a headhunter?
1: Yeah. Only wow. for
2: Milo, though.
0: Only for just Milo. For
1: <laughs> Certain people.
0: Name Milo. <laughs> Um jeez, man, what kind- of, what's this love hate relationship you garner from these people there? Huh? I swear like they just love to hate you. Adam legitimately hates you, and Jamie loves to throw headshots at you, yeah, oh, and then there was
2: Adam when Adam in one session spent the whole he was playing on the wing opposite me, and every time he tried to throw at me, I'd catch him. And then he was like, oh, well, you can't hit me. So I hit him on the back track right as I got the ball. <laughs> and all session, he then complained that I kept getting him out. <laughs> yeah,
3: that was a bad day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then his girlfriend, his girlfriend the next day was like, oh, Jake, he complained about you when he came home. And I was like,
0: that's what I wanted to hear. Wow, Really? His girlfriend called <laughs> you to say that. I'm I'm gonna give Adam a chance to defend himself. All right, Adam. Let's any funny moments regarding the other two people on the panel here.
3: Uh I think just in general, uh it's always it's a nice feeling knowing you've just hit Milo out in like a, a mini game or God, one damn.
2: of the small games. Doesn't uh, happen often. Quite Doesn't happen often, yeah, Milo? Quite a few times, Milo?
0: Milo just muted himself. Do you not recall? <laughs> oh, you don't recall?
3: No, nope. He's had he's that one session where he he wins me constantly and uh, I think that's all that sticks in his memory.
0: Yeah. How did I how did I think this segment wasn't going to be let's just pick on Milo for a minute. Um now I feel like a bully host. So um let's talk about how training sessions are as a whole for you guys in Leicester. Um like what kind of atmosphere do you feel that you guys have that's unique and signature to you guys? Um, versus the rest of the field, and uh, we'll start with Jamie.
1: Yeah, I think coming into this year, we we really weren't sure how the club was going to go, given sort of, you know, like COVID, obviously last year. So that our last academic year was um, all in lockdown. Not many people joining uni. We weren't really able to run training that sort of thing. So it was very hard to keep social within the club, very hard to sort of get a good intake of players. And, you know, at university, you sort of need to get that fresher intake every year. Otherwise, you're slowly just sort of running out of players. And I think, yeah, coming into this year, we weren't really sure what to expect. And the fresher intakes has been massive. We, have you know, ended up sending a women's team to uni champs when we had, I think, maybe two or three women in the club at the start of the year. Um, we've ended up with a second team made up pretty much entirely of brand new people. And everyone's sort of, you know, so social, immediately got involved, immediately wanted to be competitive, wanted to go to these tournaments, which was great to see because you often see sort of rashes join and not not want to get straight into it and sort of be a little bit hesitant to get involved. But, yeah, everyone was just very, very keen to get straight into the competitive side, but also, you know, just be a big part of the club. I looking at committee next year as well. There's a lot of people that were, you know, brand new to the club this year. Immediately, want to be part of a committee, be part of the people running the club, be you know really involved. So it's really good to see.
0: Um, before we, before I uh, continue this question with Milo, I want to ask. Um, and you mentioned something that I, I hear kind of mentioned in some other interviews, but never dove into. Um, where do you feel the fresher hesitancy is as far as like hopping into competitive? Is it the fact that a, a lot of these freshers? are just looking to play and just kind of go about their uni live so to speak or is there a, a a sense of i mean i'm sure there is a sense of competitive intimidation stepping onto that uni stage and then eventually to St George's Park that kind of yeah, I think that, that growth
1: I, I think it can be yeah an intimidating court to step on cuz even at university you've got some of like the, the top of like players you know you're not stepping onto a, a community super league court but, you still got very good players playing at university level and if you've never played before it's very alien to stand on court while someone's trying to hit you with something so if you're not used to it then I can see where the hesitancy comes from but I think it's trying to create that sort of club culture of being supportive of people you know like anytime you see a fresher do something that it, you know is not going to work you need to sort of encourage them keep encouraging them keep sort of pointing out how they can improve rather than just telling them what they're doing wrong, sort of. It's, it's the point of, like, if you see them do something, don't just tell them it's wrong. Tell them how to improve. And, you know, over the year, we've seen so many of the freshers that came in, you know, th- they were keen to play, but not sort of didn't know the sport very well. Over the, the year, they've improved so much. And I think it's because everyone in the club is so supportive. Everyone's very happy to, to take you to the side, show you a throwing technique show you a catching technique, you know, teach you how to dodge a bit better. So it's I think it's a supportive sort of community we've got in the club that's helped them grow so much.
0: Mm. Well it's definitely a solid impression you 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 have over there in Leicester. Um uh, what about you, Milo? What do you feel is like a signature identity as far as training sessions go as for um for Leicester versus the rest of the field that you've encountered?
2: Yeah, I joined as a fresher this year. Um so it's like my first year playing for university. Um, the coaching was pretty good. Uh, we had, um, because of Bucks, we were able to get extra funding to have a, another coach come down for one of our sessions. Oh, wow. Uh, that was pretty helpful, getting to hear from like another person's point of view how to improve tactics. Um, the session's were always pretty good. Adam uh, is the club captain, like, took over, like, a lot of the running of sessions. Um, so... Yeah, we had I, I had to listen to him every once in a while. Um, not really <laughs> free, but, and not every session has me at it, so
0: yeah. All right, what about you, Adam?
3: Yeah, um, I think that as James said, um, like coming into this year, we were kind of very unsure, um, what it would look like. Um, and there was kind of so few people left who kind of knew what the club about was before I think like before COVID, we used to call it like a dodgeball family. Um, and like we weren't really sure if we'd get to that. Um, but people were like, all the new freshers have dived straight in, uh, got involved in like the socials, the, uh, the sport as well. Like some have played competitively. Um, so it's great to see. Um, and I think it's a great environment when you can just turn up, um, and you can just throw some balls if you want, or you can get a bit competitive, uh, like in the case of Milo.
0: <laughs> so we've tackled your initial impressions with Bucks in the beginning, we tackled your mindset We've tackled the culture That is in Leicester that cl- Clearly is Cultivating uh, a, a solid Talent pool, but now Let's get into um, the Lead up to the championships That we would eventually see um, How far along were you guys Preparing for that? Because as far as I was concerned, the it, it. I mean Me living in the States, it, it just sort Of snuck up on me so how far in advance did you guys know the finals, where they were taking place, the setup, and how much preparation did you guys add to your training session to prepare for that? And we'll start with uh, Adam.
3: Yeah, so um, when, I think it was in the summer before the year, um, oh. we had kind of some talks about what dodgeball would look like under box. Um, and at that point, they mentioned there'd be some league meets, and there'd be some sort of final state at the end, um, and then that kind of just got not mentioned for a while. Um, so I think it was only maybe two or three weeks before um, the actual day is when it kind of came up again. We're like, oh, we have got this. Um, fortunately, like, there were other events around then, so it's not like we were unprepared. Um, so we had plenty of time still to. We always like kind of put the teams together at the beginning of trainings when we know we've got. Uh, leagues or tournaments coming up. Um, and in general, like it's a fairly competitive environment, so everyone's always playing a, a good level of dodgeball every
0: week. So you guys had like some tournaments in between to kind of keep you game-ready, so to speak. Exactly,
3: yeah. Um, we had that, as Milo mentioned, the the Uni Open, which we ended up winning around that time as well.
0: How, how, how long was the Uni Open... Um... How many weeks or so prior to the championship was it? Oh, uh, you're
3: testing my memory now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say two or three. Maybe someone else can
0: correct me. Two or three I weeks. That's, that's on yeah. right there, Milo and Jamie. Yeah, oh,
2: it's pretty that's pretty hungover. That's me.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> were you playing hungover or were you just hungover after <laughs> the fact? I did play hungover. Ah. <laughs> uh, is this where we want to talk about you getting on the first team? Uh, that's maybe <laughs> a special segment. Uh, yeah, we'll skip that. Um, <laughs> for those who know, cool. If you don't, it wasn't for you. All right, <laughs> so for uh, Jamie, um, so you guys had a lot of little, like, tournaments leading up to it, um, and you guys won – what was the tournament? I'm sorry, it was the university open?
1: Yes the uh, the uni South Open I think was the, the name of it but yeah they do they do sort of regional opens throughout the year for universities
0: okay so let me ask uh, was Jamie a part of this?
1: I, I was at the uh, the open yeah
0: um, how did how did you feel after the tournament winning the tournament and how, how did you feel about your chances going into the Bucks championship? from that uh southwest region open
1: yeah when the the tournament gave everyone like a nice boost of confidence obviously we've been playing well in university super league the entire year but playing in that you're playing against the top uni teams you're not playing sort of you can get caught up in oh we only drew this game but then you look back at it and you know we drew to imperial who went on to win um win the overall bucks championship so uh, yeah, we can get sort of you, you can get in your own head with oh, I only won or we, we lost by a few sets but when you're playing the best uni teams in the country that's still a good result. So I think to, to come out of the South open with you know every game we won pretty comfortably. I think we've played really well, we played really well as a team. To come away with medals it's always a nice boost of confidence to going into a big
0: tournament. Mm. And this is just from my curiosity uh, Jamie, are you the captain at Leicester?
1: I'm first team captain. Adam is club captain.
0: Okay, you're the first team captain, and I'm sorry, we said Adam was...
1: So, yeah, Adam's club captain or, like, president, so r- runs the society as a whole.
0: Okay, but you, you pretty much man the troops on the field, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. right. Wow. Oh, uh, That was Milo, <laughs> for sure. Um, hashtag stop Milo. Got it. That's going to be trending, because I just said it. This man interrupted me and we're not going to go on further. <laughs> just what do you mean he tries to, Milo? Are you one of those soldiers that uh, goes AWOL occasionally, doesn't follow orders? I'll yes. allow
2: Jamie to answer that. <laughs> okay, yeah, Jamie. Yeah. Definitive yes on
0: Milo not following orders. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't know what AWOL means?
2: It's, it's just me.
0: No. Oh, okay, I guess it's an American turn. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I'll explain what that means off camera. Uh, but no, um, so yeah, you don't follow it. So are you more like a, a Not. I wouldn't say reckless player, but like you sort of shoot your gun I'd randomly. Huh? I'd say reckless. I think that's fair. He's reckless? <laughs> hey. He's reckless? It's
1: a uh, caution to the wall, caution to the wind. Okay, so, yeah. no, that's fair,
0: but you you shouldn't be talking considering you have a viral clip out there, Jamie. <laughs> is,
1: yeah.
0: You want to talk about
1: conservative that?
0: Uh, that thud did not sound conservative. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a fair comment. I'll say, I'll say the Milo
0: now. <laughs> uh, let's go back at uh, bashing on Milo for a little bit. All right, Milo. Um, <laughs> I know it kind of skipped you a little bit but how, how did you feel after the after the tournament you guys won two weeks prior and going into um the championship pretty
2: good um i didn't go out that for that one i stayed in um oh, I, was, you were uh, not, I was good that time i, I didn't, I, didn't <laughs> I wasn't hungover. um I, I don't think i was anyway. Um, <laughs> And we played really well. I got MVP for that one. Um, I got the catch that got us into the uh, final. There was a few bad refing decisions where me and Jamie were called out to make the games a bit closer than they were, even though the ball didn't
0: hit. But, you know. <laughs> Are we saying back? that there was some point shaving going on?
1: Yeah, there was, was some a
0: trouble refing.
1: Yeah, you never want to question refereeing because obviously it's a hard job, but The other team came up to us after the game and said, well, that reckon was weird. I don't think you were out. And I was like, neither did I. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it resulted in me getting an overtime catch that got us into the final. So,
0: Oh, look at you pulling out a highlight play.
2: Yeah. See, I'm not
0: always reckless. Well, yeah, I am. but I I mean, it worked out in your favor to make that catch. (laughs) Now, being in that position... I don't know. I don't know how. I. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know how I would have reacted. But the fact that you bailed your team out in that sense. I mean, you definitely deserve your fair share of pints.
2: Hell yeah! I um, I, I made sure to get a Um and also rub it into the fact uh, of Adam that I made the catch and he didn't. So.
0: Wow! Oh, so wow. Okay, so why why the shot of Adam? He's on your team. It's just Adam in it. <laughs> alright really, Adam just... let me ask you why didn't you make the catch over at the the championship or the, the tournament two weeks prior uh,
3: because it, it's quite simply the ball was not at me <laughs> I was uh, in another out of the court um, <laughs> I don't know, a big know why threat. he's come for me there I you were a big threat,
2: threat. Adam. Uh,
0: So, so Adam you're telling me that Milo is such a target that even other teams want to hit him not just you guys yeah. It's just like a magnet. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie. I'm in Hollywood and I kind of want to hit you. That's just beside the point. Um, <laughs> like the first set we played, I think I got um, a double catch
2: within like the first two minutes of playing please. the game. Wow.
0: And please film that. Pardon? Someone film that? Yeah, I think I've got it. Oh, please send that to me. I, I, oh, that would right. redeem you 100%. <laughs> double <laughs> catches are my there. thing. I love it. He ran up to the middle trying to
3: throw a single to like keep that little montage real going. Yeah, uh, I would do the 3rd screaming, screaming <laughs> to,
2: to come back at that point. So you got a double catch in one of the games? Yeah, and then I wanted a third, and I tried to run
0: up and throw the single, but luckily it didn't hit. <sighs> All right, you owe me that clip. I need to see this. Anytime a double <laughs> catch happens, I just I just got to see it.
2: Definitely. All
0: right. So, after you guys won, clearly you guys celebrated, I'm sure, but you guys had your eye on the prize, and that was in the championship, which would take place two weeks, af- two or three weeks after the fact. Um, kind of go over the process of how you guys prepared the night before. Did you guys, like, have, like, a pregame dinner or, or uh, social the night before? Or were you guys just bunkered down, ready for the next day, ready to be watched, by essentially <laughs> players and me all over the world. Like, what was the night before like overall for you guys? Uh, we'll start with Adam.
3: Uh, it, was, it was a Saturday, I think, uh, just kind of a, a standard Friday for me. Um, we have our like socials on Wednesday um, and training on Thursday. So the last time we kind of as a team were all together mm-hmm. with, would have been a Thursday gang. Okay, uh, so Thursday, Thursday Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's just like working as a team, um, as we normally do, just trying to prepare ourselves as best as we can.
0: Was there any uh, pregame uh, talks that Jamie gave or you gave to the troops to rally them up?
3: Yeah, Jamie always uh, is always good at hyping us up just before we go into the game, kind of um, giving us small details, um, like, you know, who to throw out, who not to throw out, who's good catchers, things like that.
0: So, Jamie's done a lot more recon out there, I can tell. Um, I mean, obviously, don't give me the verbiage, but tell me, like, what do you go over in a um, pre-game uh, talk or, or pre-night talk? Because you guys had that session on Thursday. Um, like, what goes to your mind? What do you feel needs to be the most pertinent thing that your team needs to know, Jamie? I,
1: don't, I feel like I'm getting very complimented here, considering I wasn't actually there that Thursday before Uni Champs. I was uh, off gallivanting around Dublin drinking Guinness at
0: that point. So, oh, goodness, Chris, <laughs> this team has an alcohol problem. <laughs> um, uh, and, and yes, I will be in Dublin very, very shortly. That's beside the point. Um, why were you in <laughs> Dublin the week before, or the, literally the week of the tournament? What was out there?
1: I This was a holiday I'd had booked for a while, so... When we found out about uni jumps, it
0: was a uh, bad timing. First the wedding, now this holiday. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a pension for bad, uh, bad timing for you.
1: Yeah, bad timing or just bad planning. We, we'll go with one of those
0: two. Well, well, I mean, you can't plan when the tournament happens. You're not on that end of the spectrum. But definitely bad timing because you agreed to go to a wedding and you agreed to drink Guinness in Dublin, which, again, I'm not going to turn you down for, but the week before a tournament, eh, <laughs> I'm just... I, I came back on the Thursday. I was I was in Leicester on the
1: Friday. I did not okay, turning enough. up too late. Okay, fair a, enough. A sober night
0: from Friday night. That's definitely something more than Milo can say. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Milo? <laughs> Milo how do you prepare like the night before or the Thursday before like well I was that definitely
2: had... I, uh, I was definitely half the session on Thursday oh, um, What
0: happened?
2: <laughs> I had to go to my friends um so I had to leave a little early um and then the Friday night I was
0: out <laughs> clubbing <laughs> oh god how old are you I'm 19. Keep doing it. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: As you were. (laughs) So I was out having fun, and then I missed all the pep talk on the bus, I think, because I was asleep. So. Wait, you guys had a team bus? Yeah, we have a bus that we all get in, and they usually talk, but I think I was asleep. Were you
0: asleep, or you were sleeping off the booth? Uh, a bit of both. I don't think it actually slept so far. So. <laughs> All right. So definitely, we're drawing a, a solid timeline here. So the day of the tournament, you guys know it's streamed. Um, what can was this a one day tournament, two day tournament? Oh, uh, the one day. Okay, so I, I guess I, I can ask. All of you, but I guess we'll start with Jamie. What was the format? Was it like group play? Or I'm sorry, pool play, and then let's say top two move on? Or how's the, how was the format of the tournament like?
1: Yeah, so you we went into two different groups. So top six from the league were split into two groups, of three. And I think it was first, fourth, and sixth went into one group, and then second, third, and fifth one together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we were in a group with Sheffield, who won the league, and Imperial.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: I think, yeah, so just the top team went through. So there was the men's championships, which we were in, men's trophy, which was the two bottom teams from Super League. And then I think the winners of the different regional leagues, which I, yeah, but Derby, Plymouth, Winchester, and York, I think, won the, the North one. And then, yeah, Newcastle and UEA were the Super League teams. And then there was the Women's Championship, which I presume was structured the same as the Men's Championship. I'm not actually 100% sure as they play their, their league in a different venue to us for some reason. Different um, I'm not. Yes, I, th- I think they. They might have a regional um, format. I'm not 100 percent sure on the the way the women's do it. I, I'm not sure why they play in a different venue, but
0: uh, yeah, so it's the it all... same venue. They were streamed at the um, almost the same time.
1: Oh no, sorry. Um, as in the the leagues leading up to it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the, the the women's teams were there on the same day, and it was yeah, same sort of uh, two groups of three, and then yeah, top top of each group went into a final so only the top team went through uh, straight into a final against the other top team from the other
0: group well that seems a little too condensed but hey it's the first year um so i wanted to kind of bring up the uh house of dodge article and i wanted to um ask you guys what you guys thought about some of the key points that they pointed out so and we'll start with uh, milo was the the courts was it just one or two courts or was it like essentially the whole venue seemingly flooded with puddles yeah because i noticed um, on the stream plenty of people slipping even on games that weren't really being focused i saw people slipping in the background
2: yeah so all three courts were pretty bad towards the end um the middle and the far one were the best courts i'd say the one we were on was awful Um, I could slide from the halfway line to the door. It was that bad. Wow. Uh, And as you saw on some of our... Well, we had a stream. um, You'd see me slip over multiple times. um, The Sheffield player slip over a few times. He ended up getting a concussion afterwards. Um, So it was overall pretty dangerous, to be honest.
0: Wow. Um, I I know I kind of made fun of that, but... Yeah, whenever concussion comes into play, that's a serious matter. Um, you said you got a concussion, or was it someone on your team?
2: No, um, a player on the opposite team called Brandon uh, slipped and hit his head on the floor, got a concussion. Um, a few of our players slipped. I think I re- like, kind of fractured my finger again as it's swollen still. But yeah,
0: wasn't Shit. great. And you said this started towards the end of the day? so Yeah. In the yeah. beginning, everything was fine.
2: Yeah, he started off fine and then by the end it was just unplayable and they were like,
0: oh, we'll just open the doors and you'll be fine. And we were like, there's
2: no chance for playing.
0: Was there any like teams that protested continuing? Yeah, it was us and Sheffield. and We were playing that game and we were up by
2: two points and we just decided with Sheffield that we it was unsafe to play after what happened to Brandon. And it was just not worth playing like the um, – People running it wanted to, so yeah, we decided to call it a day and call off the
0: game. And the refs and everything was cool with that.
2: Yeah, the refs agreed that we were it was too unsafe. Um, it was more just organizers were like, "Oh, just give it a bit, and you'll be fine to play again." And we were like, "There's no chance, no chance. We're getting back on there."
0: I mean, obviously, <sighs> armchair quarterbacking, hindsight being twenty twenty um how much time realistically would you say would have taken to dry up three or two of those courts
2: well we kept trying to use paper to dry up that did absolutely nothing um it was only when we opened the door and left the courts with nobody in there for like 30 40 minutes and then eventually they were better i'd say
0: better but not 100 percent safe
2: yeah there's still it can't exactly be 100 afterwards after watching what we'd seen like even though I know the doors have been open, I would still be a bit apprehensive going forwards and a bit hesitant, to be honest.
0: And uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will say this, as someone who watched the stream, um, I, I enjoyed the presentation of it. I enjoyed the commentary. I enjoyed the competition. Um, there's something about the university scene and we have something similar here where, You can see the passion in the play more often than not, Um, probably because youthful um, exuberance, probably youthful ignorance, however you want to classify that. Um, There's something special about watching the university game, and it kind of sucks to hear in some ways that the experience was kind of dampened, for for lack of a better word, because of the the field and playing conditions. Yeah,
3: it it wasn't great.
0: And it was also pretty dusty from what I hear, right?
2: Um, dusty. I, I I don't really remember it being dusty. It's more just wet.
0: <laughs> um, more just wet. Yeah, that was my main priority. <laughs> uh, Adam, you didn't have any gnarly spills that we shouldn't find out about, do, we? do you?
3: I mean, I, I think everyone on both teams probably took at least one fall. So I know I was, I'm was i playing on the wing, so like trying to run up and down the counters, it's just kind of like crab walking try not to slip but i definitely lose my footing especially after
0: throwing a a good few times jesus christ um so another controversy that came across was and i don't know how much of this you guys know but apparently um sheffield was given an extra point or was it imperial
1: it was yeah i think it was imperial got the extra point so so, yeah, sort of. That wasn't uh, against you, guys,
0: right?
1: No, it was against. It was in the Imperial Sheffield game. Okay. Um, which is very, very close game, very good game. But um <laughs> I think what happened was Imperial won a set. The ref went and put two points on the board, and then Sheffield called a timeout. And then the minute the minute passed of the timeout, uh, went back to go playing, and the ref put another two points on. Hmm. I'm I, I feel like it was the same ref, but it could have been a mix-up between the two head refs potentially. But yeah, it was just sort of that. And then obviously, I guess the the Sheffield lot had gone. You know, it was a minute apart, so it may, might not have been obvious if you were mid sort of gameplay mode. But uh, they all watched the stream back and sort of yeah, messaged like, "Hang on, this this should have been a." 12 12 at this point, or whatever it was, but I think um, Imperial won that game by one player in the end, so they it went down to final minute set. I think it was like 14 14, and then Imperial got hit, you know, won the game by one player, but obviously should have been two sets down going into that minute set. Um, so would have completely changed the complexion of the game,
0: really. Wow. So because of that refing error, um, were these experienced refs or were these, like, university kids who were refing? It was a mix. So
1: the, uh-huh. the head refs were – each court had one head ref that was sort of a, you know, British dodgeball-trained ref. Um, yeah, it was, like, um, appointed to, yeah, come down and ref. And then the, the line referees – so we always had like, yeah, two in the middle. And then the Lime refs, the other four, were university teams that were there on the day.
0: Yeah, because I feel like that mistake would happen if it wasn't an experienced ref um, doing that. Jeez, um, that's got to be rough. <laughs> it, yeah, if it's not a nice
1: way to lose, isn't it?
0: Huh?
1: It's, it's a very unfortunate way to lose going into it, you know. Sort of. I mean... Yeah, especially since they didn't realize on the day.
0: So this was realized long after the fact? It wasn't realized the moment of?
1: Yeah, so someone on Leicester point said to me, um, so we were up on the balcony, and someone on Leicester said to me, I think the score's wrong, and I was like, I'm not sure I'd I'd been gone um, for that round. I was like, honestly not sure, and then uh, we didn't sort of think any more of it, and then, yeah, Sheffield uh, watched it back and sort of spotted the mistake and were like, oh, that, that doesn't seem right, but Yeah, it's it's one of those things where yeah, if you'd have realised it on the day, it's such an easy fix. But yeah, unfortunately, no one picked up on it.
0: Would it have been fixed?
1: I think if yeah, if if it was pointed out before the before the next round, given that you know they've they've got the scores on camera and stuff, it should have been. I don't I don't see why it wasn't picked up on. Um, Because all all you have to do is flip the flip the two scores back. It's not not as if it's an irreversible change. Um, I know of, often scoreboards get knocked over and we have, you have to, you know, make sure the score's right. So it's definitely something that could have been fixed on the day.
0: Hmm. Um, okay. So you guys obviously don't make it out of the group. Uh, Sheffield would end up winning the whole thing. Um, did any any of you guys see the finals?
1: Uh, Imperial won the um, Bucks Champs.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. uh, Imperial, sorry. Um, Did any of you guys watch the finals?
1: Uh, No, we were gone by this point. So our our bus was scheduled and uh, obviously the finals got delayed given the the hall conditions. So by the time the finals actually went on, I think we'd all gone home by that point.
0: Oh, wow. So hypothetically, if... You guys didn't have that one hour to attempt to dry up the the gym. You guys would have sat there to watch the final.
1: Yeah, so I I was a uh, Alex Such who was doing the commentary and said to me if uh, if you didn't make it into the final, do you want to come do do some commentary with me for the final. But I I had to leave because I was going up to Manchester for GB trials the next day. So
0: yeah, hey, good luck with
1: that. Sort of, yeah, got to a point <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, it got got to the point where I was like, I'm gonna have to head off now because I can't can't end up sort of sat around in Kill all day.
0: Yeah. Um. Jeez, I want to know. Uh, what about you, Milo? And uh, wait, did you got you guys all bust together? I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Imperial One. Um, obviously they have a target on their back going into the next season. Um. Sure. What was that for sure for sure oh you, you you ready to claim it now you want to take them on if you guys play them twice
2: yeah we gave them a good go last time during 1616 um friend in mine that was literally one of the what sec- that was our second meet so we still really hadn't played with each other a lot like we were a really new team and they've had a lot of experienced players so bring you on next time
0: you're looking forward to it though. you're looking forward to that rematch next year. Definitely. You'll have to watch it on stream. Oh, is it going to be streamed? Is some, oh, when yeah. are you guys going to stream it?
2: Yeah, we usually stream um, on our social medias uh, whenever we play.
0: All right. So I'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, Adam, I want to hear your, your opinion. Um, outside of uh, Sheffield and Imperial, who have the title now, who would you like to take on twice next year? Uh, everyone, like. Uh, the was <laughs> like a great
3: atmosphere, so like i um, I'll play as many games as we can, you know. Um, work again, like Jamie said earlier, we drew, um, but towards the end of the game, we figured out what we needed to do. So I think that'd be a, a really great game to, to play
0: again. Well, all right, That's Jamie, exciting. I want, uh, we'll give I want to hear, out. I want to hear Jamie say it. You want to call out Imperial right now? Let them know how to watch their backs next year. Oh, we're we're
1: coming for that title.
0: Oh, you straight up. you just going to call our, out.
1: Our year next
0: year. <laughs> so let, so, so. But by this time next year, I'm going to talk to the next Bucks champions. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do
1: this in a year's time, and we can all Ooh. come on camera with our shiny new medals.
0: <laughs> oh, please. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get some trash talk. Let's get these uh, people looking forward to uh, next season in Bucks. Get them some views. Get them some uh, storylines to follow. Um, so obviously this is the inaugural season, but let's start with Adam. What is your overall impression of this past buck season, and what would you like to see change for the next season? I think we kind of hinted at, at a longer, longer set of meets, and and maybe better playing conditions on the final day. But was there anything else?
3: Yeah, um, like on the day to day, as I said, yeah. like it's still push a double round. So I think generally not much change there and I'm, I'm fine with it the venue um the condition was obviously bad on the final day um but I, I just think the main thing is playing everyone twice like I think it's a required change um it didn't feel right this year only having three league three three league meters the whole year um it just adds a lot more competition um to the game to play everyone twice and even if that means sacrificing the finals day um I'd rather play everyone
2: twice.
0: Mm. What about you,
2: Milo? Um, I'd like to see a bit more communication with um, what's going on. Because yeah, we all right, we knew a little bit, but everything would chop and change. Um, like we thought we were playing the books final at St George's, and then we found out it's at Kiel. Um And then the whole not getting to play each other twice. Well, that's obviously a pretty big deal. Um, but well, at least we got, med- well, at least everybody that got a medal from books. <laughs> got the wrong spelling. That's something, I guess.
0: Uh, do we want to talk about that? <laughs> it's up to you, mate. All right, let's do it. Um, I'm going to let uh, Adam, I'm sorry, I'm going to let Jamie Uh, tell his piece and then we'll talk about the medals and see what the, that was about. So, Jamie, same question.
1: Yeah, I think it. it's clear sort of playing the first one that it's, got a lot of promise to be really good Uh, and taking that step towards Bucks is massive for Dodgeball in the UK you know the next step as growing as a sport is getting that extra funding at uni level getting that sort of bigger platform at uni level as well you know we're getting those streams going obviously Bucks are a massive institution so it sort of it really does get a good platform for Dodgeball to to sort of take off but I think there was clashing sort of ideas between Bucks and British Dodgeball with how how to run it and given it's Dodgeball's first go at it there's obviously going to be that teething period of figuring out the best way to run it sort of what elements of Bucks do we take what elements of normal Dodgeball League do we take I don't know a right in letting British Dodgeball run the day-to-day I, I don't think there'd be good reffing if it was Bucks I, obviously it's a bit of a niche sport so you're not going to find A a load of good refs outside of British dodgeball, but uh, yeah, I think there's definitely some alterations. Dodge was one of those fast-paced sports. It's a half an hour game. Even at league, it can go really quick. So playing everyone once, you know, it 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 is that it takes three bad sets and suddenly you're out of the game. So playing everyone twice, I think, would be a a massive improvement, Um, or I guess a bigger league where you're going to play more games and you're going to have more chances to to sort of battle on the table. It did feel like it was over very quickly this year. It was, you know, these three meets and we had two within the space of the month, one in February, and suddenly it was like, okay, that's the league position. So I'd like to see it as more of a, a, a drawn-out league, more of a battle. This one felt like it was a uh, over very quick.
0: Like a flash in the pan?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, it... it you didn't really get the chance to sort of get those rivalries like materialize, and you didn't get the chance to, you know, you, you can't really trash talk a team when you haven't played them that entire season. Play them once, and that's it. Whereas, you know, you, you get you get the chance for revenge, or you get the, you know, the decider match against the teams that you've maybe drawn to or lost to. So that's always going to build more story and get more people sort of hyped up for the games.
0: I mean, I agree with you but maybe it's just me. I don't care if I play you once or twice or three times in five years. Anytime you see me, I'm going to trash talk you. If I know <laughs> you, I'm going to trash talk you. If we were former teammates, I'm going to trash talk you. If you're a rival, I'm going to trash talk you. But I definitely know what you're coming – Where I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah, just playing everyone once and then all of a sudden, here, championship, tournament, playoffs. Kind of feels like a bit of a flash in the pan. Um, especially for the casual viewer who you're trying to attract, you definitely want more narratives, more storylines behind each matchup. And that's why I kind of maybe playfully got that out of you guys. When I asked you guys to call out Imperial, um, I want that story to develop. I want you guys to have a rivalry that I can follow from all the way over here. Cause I'll be honest with you. I mean, like I said before, um, the championship kind of just snuck up on me. Like normally, I'm aware of like okay, the British Open is in four months, or the Scottish Open is in three months after that. Like I, I have an idea of what when tournaments happen, essentially in England. This one kind of snuck up on me. And it kind of surprises me in a way that it snuck up on you guys too. So hopefully, this episode gets listened to by the right people and. Maybe they'll make some changes that'll be more enjoyable for you guys on the on the ground floor, so to speak. You know what I mean? More storylines, Definitely. and who knows? Maybe you guys are throwing memes at Imperial. Like, just do something. Like, let, let I want to see you guys go at it. The, 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 if anything, the biggest takeaway having you guys on, I want you guys to develop the rivalries right here. I want you to call out everybody you guys want to call out right here. You know, I want you guys to put Lester on the mat. Why should we? Why should we watch you guys versus Sheffield versus um, who, who said UAE? Is that what it was?
1: Um, yeah, we got uh, uh, yeah we've got DMU tomorrow. Oh yeah, we've got a vasty fixture tomorrow. If you want to see some saucy rivalries,
0: oh for sure, send that to send that over. Let's do this. Um, but yeah, I want to help drive that. I want to help you guys. If you guys need a trash-talking expert, man, I grew up watching Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> if you guys need anybody to come talk to, holla at your boy from Hollywood. But no, um, I think I think I would like to see more improvement on that end as well. Maybe a You've longer season.
2: I'm, I'm now the social media secretary, so I will be starting some arguments. Don't you worry. Oh, you're the social media guy?
0: Yeah, I've just been well, involved about I'm going to you- get the past you love all the target you, you're gonna get all the hate mail at <laughs> miloheelan at gmail.com um <laughs> i don't even know if that's your email i'm just gonna throw that out there yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow send it all your hates at him um if, if there's a meme that you don't like that popped up it was it was on milo uh, <laughs> but i definitely want to say it was nice having you guys on um and, and this season seemingly came and went uh, but hopefully next year or next season, I should say, not next year, hopefully it's not a whole year before we, we talk about this again. And hopefully we will talk about Leicester as like the champions because uh, Jamie put it, put you guys on the map. I'm, I'm marking it down as of recording March 24th, 2023. I expect to see a series of pictures with each of you guys with medals with proper spelling as I yeah. might, <laughs> so so let's let's talk about that just a little bit. Um, I know it sounds like I'm kind of bashing on them, but it's just a funny mistake, and I figure why not? Let's have a a positive laugh. Let's end on that. What was obviously you guys went home. You guys didn't see the medals. Um, when did you guys find out about the misspelling? So
1: it, this was actually a university championships, not Bucks championships. So it was an open, oh, okay. I think
0: so I separate event entirely. Later. Okay. No, fair enough
1: um, it, yeah, this one was at St. George's Park. Um, British Dodgeball runs still, but yeah, British Dodgeball Open. I believe it was the Imperial women's team. I think they came third. And uh, yeah, bronze medals with British Dodgeball University champions, which interesting.
0: Okay, so I mean, all right, so it's not a Bucks thing. Got it. All right. Not Bucks. Not Bucks. That's fair. That's fair. They get a pass. They get a pass. I just wanted to bring up the typo because it sounded hilarious to me, and I thought I was dyslexic for far too long in my life. <laughs> um, But all right, any uh, any take? All right, let me ask each of you this, and, and I, I want to start with Adam. Why should we pick Leicester as a dodgeball club to follow next year?
3: Uh, because we're a great team, we've got a whole lot of. Uh players who will get competitive um and we have got a good level as well to uh I think go take a win off anyone we come across next season.
0: Word. All right. Milo.
2: We might chat a lot of um trash talk, but we will hopefully back it up.
0: Um hopefully back do... it up?
2: Well yeah we usually
0: do. We usually do. No 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 hold on hold on you want to know what the secret of a good trash talk is and I'm gonna tell you something. This is what uh, Mike Tyson has done. This is what Muhammad Ali has done. This is what Connor McGregor has done. This is what Michael Bisping is. done. You know what the secret to good trash talk is, Milo? And I'm gonna this is gonna help you out in your social media. Uh-huh. Take out maybe out of your vocabulary. For example, uh-huh. for example, all right, let's say you and Lester, right? Uh-huh. What, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna put this out right here for you guys to answer. Which meme sounds more hard hitting? Uh, maybe we'll beat Plymouth this Sunday, or oh, we're definitely beating them. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. hear. I don't want to hear maybe. If you're gonna be the social media slash target guy slash send all your hate mail to this guy at Milo, uh, <laughs> take out maybe from your vocabulary. Now you might get rocked in the chin, but I want you to own it. Like I want you to be like, yeah, man, I got this swagger. We we Lester, baby. Let's go. It's, it's deserved, the chin. I'm
2: sorry. It's a deserved rock in the chin.
0: Eh, it's karma. I mean, you're about to have it. <laughs> I know. For me, I'm pretty sure I said some things on the podcast, if not this episode, several other things that people want to try to rock me in the face for. In some ways, <laughs> I mean, they could try, but you know, test the hands and feet and never fail. Um, <laughs> but yeah, why should we follow? Why should we follow Lester?
2: Uh, Yeah, we'll be playing at a good level next year. We've got some really good players. Um, We've got Jamie leading us as captain next year. This will be our second year for a lot of us playing together. So we've gelled a lot more than this year.
0: Um, And we've got uh, medals in our sight for next year. Yeah, there we go. You see, that sounds better. There you go, man. Own that, man. Come on. I want to see some savage memes. I want to find you on Instagram. I want to find Leicester University or whatever on Instagram, and I better see nothing but vi- not violent, epic memes in the next week or two. Believe me, to- in the past after this podcast. Don't worry. Oh, word. Okay, cool. Say it. Say less. Got you. All right, Captain Jamie. Let, let, let's let the I captain mean, have the final word. Why should we follow everyone's already,
1: everyone's already talked about the, the quality of our play, which I 100% agree with, but I can always promise that with Milo on court it's going to be an interesting game
0: oh <laughs> so not so much follow Lester just follow Milo
1: oh just just watch the games and you'll be entertained one way or another
0: <laughs> if they feature Milo
1: oh always
0: okay um, he's a, a stable now bad. wait what was that
2: if I make it to the games and I'm not hungover yeah <laughs> I'll be there <sighs>
0: Okay. Milo, you're 19. Adam, how old are you?
3: 22. And Jamie? 20.
0: You guys are kids. Um, I, I feel yeah. sorry for Adam because he's got to babysit you guys. Um, I'm going to just say this, Milo. Um, Partly funny, partly serious. Enjoy your good times, but enjoy them moderately. <laughs> I will say yeah. that and man um it's it's been great talking to you guys i'll definitely keep an eye out um i'm definitely gonna mark this on the calendar for next year i expect to see some medals and um maybe some more epic stories sound good sure. Word. all right and we'll wrap up all right and that was my uh bug season review um I want to thank Jamie Hughes, Adam Hennessy, and Milo Frost uh, for hopping on and sharing with us their perspectives on what they enjoyed and what they'd like to see change going into the next uh, Buck season. I wanted to, you know, uh, I'm still going to plan my uh, interview with Ish. We're just having some scheduling conflicts, but trust me when I say that interview is definitely going to be a fun one. I also wanted to bring up there's a – a tournament in Dallas, Texas, on April thirtieth, for any Mexican Americans um, to be scouted for foam and cloth in Edmonton. So if you want to look into that, um, in, in in play, it's fifteen dollars. I say why not give it a shot, even if you're not trying out, just give it a shot. Um, reach out to Armando Marokin and uh, Ashley Dixon uh, for more information. All right, uh, stay tuned and.